Welcome to Natalia Benson, the podcast. I'm an astrologer, women's empowerment coach, and modern mystic living in Los Angeles. My podcast is here to inspire, encourage, and remind you that everything and anything is possible. I love sharing with you the tools that have healed, transformed, and up-leveled my life. Everything from astrology to magical money, life purpose tools, mindset shifts, and pragmatic mysticism. Thank you so much for being with me, and I look forward to seeing you in the show. Hi, gorgeous. Welcome to another episode of Natalia Benson, the podcast. Wow. We have the magnificent Kim Banks. Now, Kim used to be my health coach, and I'm going to keep this intro so short and sweet because our conversation today is just unbelievably powerful. And I know that it's going to be deeply healing and motivating for you if you know that you are ready to feel powerful, healthy, sexy, empowered, all of the things inside of your human body. Now, I had a moment with Kim. We were having a little bit of a chuckle because I was like, babe, I have to be honest. When I have podcasts and it's just around nutrition or it's around health, I feel like they don't always get as much play, which is crazy because health is the reason that everything is possible. It's the reason you can have a business and and scale a business. It's the reason that you can make the money that you make. It's the reason you can enjoy the things of your life that you get to enjoy. Like health is everything. And so this episode may be one of the most important episodes that I've done this year because without your health, you truly have nothing. And so we obviously have, yes, we want to look good. We want to feel good to create our best body for 2022, but at the root of all of it is health. Now enjoy this episode. Kim has an unbelievable 30 day challenge that you can sign up for inside of the show notes that will literally catapult you into your most powerful health health and body for 2022. So that's in the show notes for you. And I'm just so excited. I'm going to just stop right now so you can go straight into this episode and meet my beautiful sister and dear mentor, Kim Banks. I love you guys so much. Enjoy this episode. And here is to your most magnificent wealth, which is your health. I love you. I'll see you guys on the other side. Kim Banks. I almost called you Kimberly. Welcome to the pod, babe. Hello. Hi, hi, hi. I'm so excited about our conversation today. So this will be on the heels of a beautiful introduction. So let's just like dive right in. But I just, I'm so excited. You are such, you have been such a massive part of my work and my life over the last two years. Not only you, me having the privilege of having you as my client, but then I became your client and you transformed my life with your work and your approach and really calling me forward to my best health. Tell us how you got into this. Tell us a little bit about your story and why you are so you're just so dialed with all of this and you also have a very like soulful approach. So tell us, tell us how you got started with all this. Oh, thank you so much. It really has been just the most beautiful give and take (laughs) with our relationship. 
So truly it started back in high school, if we're being real. Um, I naturally was a pretty thin person. I never really had to worry about um, my body image. I wasn't really brought up in such a way that, um, that my mother nitpicked the way she looked. So I was truly blessed to have that as a beginning well, reality hit, you know, college happened. I was a track runner. I had played sports my whole life and I was really burnt out. So truly I decided in college, I'm, I'm done with this. Like I can ride off of my genetics. I have been able to eat whatever I want and be perfectly fine and healthy. Well, it's very interesting because the body changes quite a bit in your twenties. If you guys haven't noticed, um, and the way that we assimilate food too can change. So I ended up, um, developing some food intolerances. I was highly stressed just from college life and, um, trying to keep up with learning how to be a freaking adult. You know what I mean? So I ended up, um, gaining about 20 pounds and it felt quite uncomfortable on my frame. I was never really used to it. Um, and throughout a series of events, just some, there was a huge lack of, um, support, I would say in my life as people watched me change. It was kind of the the first time that I really had judgment hurled at me in regards to the way I looked. And I was like, what is this? You know, and to be straight up with you guys, like I am a very loving, but yet tenacious person. So I was like, screw all of you. I'm going to show all of you. So at this time, I didn't know anything about nutrition. I took matters into my own hands. Um, I ended up becoming plant-based for about three years. I essentially, and you guys, I am going to be talking about eating disorders and my disordered eating patterns. So if that's something you're not comfortable with, you might want to fast forward a little bit. Um, but essentially I developed what's called orthorexia. So I got really hyper-focused on eating what I would consider, quote, clean food. So I became plant-based for about three years, very, very low calorie diet and a lot of exercise. I mean, I was exercising two plus hours a day. I was running five miles a day and spending like an hour and a half lifting weights. So long story short... I lost the 20 pounds, but I kept going and I went to a very, very dangerous body weight. I ended up losing my period for three years. Um, my soul was different. I felt like my soul was gone. There were definitely a few instances that um, I tried to hide that I think I should have gone to the hospital. It got pretty scary. So basically, um, during this time, so this was throughout, let's see, around 2011. And then I was married in 2009. So this was during my marriage. And um, basically, we had been discussing having kids. And I went to see my doctor. And he was he was a triathlete. I trusted, you know, what he was saying. And essentially he was like, Hey, if you want to have kids, you have to have a menstrual cycle and you have to eat more. Like it's as simple as that. And he was like up your calories by this much and that's it. And I'm like, okay, I can do that. But you guys, here's the thing. Once you have malnourished yourself, 
to that degree for so long, and again, it had been about three years of this, your body will really act out. So um, you've essentially had yourself in a starvation state and uh, the body likes to hold on to calories. It's like, whoa, we got calories now. Once you start eating, it's, it's really hard to stop. <clears throat> I didn't have an understanding that that's what was going on. I just simply thought that my willpower sucked <laughs> because it truly wasn't a ton, ton more that he had recommended me eat, but I couldn't stop. And long story short, I ended up gaining, um, 60 plus pounds on top of, you know, as from my all time low. And it was, it got me to a point where I was mentally and physically, I didn't even recognize myself. None of my clothes fit. The only clothes that did fit were really ratty. Um, I was super embarrassed to go to the gym. I had a huge sympathy for people that, you know, had ever experienced anything like this. I'm like, this was just such a rude awakening for me. So truly it was binge eating disorder that I had developed. And in the background too, I was struggling a lot with um, feelings of inadequacy and feelings of uh, disempowerment. I just felt like my adulthood was completely out of control and I didn't know how to take care of myself. I wasn't truly ever empowered in that way, um, just throughout my life. So I, I just felt super lost. So all of that being said, I was an esthetician for 10 years. So I did skincare and throughout this whole time, I really became passionate about nutrition. So I ended up going back to school in nutrition in 2015. So the binge eating disorder essentially kind of like started to slowly fade out over time as I became more confident in who I was and started trusting my intuition. And I started to recognize the feelings that I was feeling instead of acting them out through overeating. So essentially, um, I had gone through a divorce at this time. So I got divorced in 2015 and I met my now amazing fiance, Kurt, and we live in Cleveland, Ohio. So essentially when I moved to Cleveland, Ohio, I shifted my profession. I became a CrossFit coach. Um, and you guys, I felt like, and this was during my Saturn return. I know Natalia, your audience knows what I'm talking about. It was just like this all right, kid, like get into the arena, you know, and it was truly just discovering what the hell I was put on this earth for. And so essentially after going back to school for nutrition and starting, um, working as a CrossFit coach, things shifted big time. I began to see my body differently. I began to have my understanding of nutrition totally shift my relationship with my body and food became completely different. I stopped essentially working out to punish myself and eating to punish myself and started to look at things with gratitude. Um, you know, it, if you guys have ever done intense workouts, you know, you can't um, skimp out on your food. You know, you will definitely, definitely suffer during your workout. So I began to eat for performance and just to nourish myself. And y'all like, if you see my before and after pictures, um, on my Instagram, 
looking at it just from the outside in, it's like, oh, wow, like that's a big difference. But you guys, this took so much time. You know, here we are in 2021. I truly reached like what I would call like the height of my physique and like truly what I was after from the beginning in around like 2018. Okay. So that's pretty much it. That's pretty much the background and where things all began. Babe, you are so next level. I want to just like contribute something and then my next question will birth from this. But like, I remember last year um, after we'd worked together in Power Babe with Jenna and um, I had just really gotten out of control with my body. I was like yo-yoing, didn't realize this has been a cycle of mine since I was probably a teenager. And I moved to Palm Springs um, and finally was like, whoa, I've like done a number on my body. Didn't realize I'd like just gained so much weight. And most of all, I mean, I was eating like organic, like chocolate candies as like a snack, like from Whole Foods. So I would justify all these choices. And the reason I bring this forward is because, you know, I, I started working with you and my trainer Dulce at exactly the same time. And I really made this potent commitment to transform my body. And I, and it's amazing how it's like an up and down. And I do want to talk about that, like the, like just in terms of like getting started, but what I find so powerful and one of the deepest things that you taught me, um, and Dulce as well is like how emotional food is and how emotional our relationship is to our body. And so I guess what I also wonder from like the internal side, um, how did you, because you, I mean, you are at, you are peak with your physique. I remember that's why I hired you because you posted a photo and I was like, oh my God, like I was so amazed at what you'd created. And I was like, that takes work. And I want to know like from the internal, the emotional, and maybe even the spiritual, what it took and what it takes for you, for you to first commit and perhaps stay committed to this level of health and wellness and like your highest your highest self, so to speak with your body? That is such a great question. Okay. To be super transparent, you guys, like it takes lovingly challenging yourself. It has to come with some difficulty. It has to come with some resistance. You know, I mean, Natalia, I know Dulce like kicks your ass. (laughs) Like I've seen what she programs for you. And it, while you have to have that challenge and to kind of push yourself to that discomfort level, because truly that is what's going to create the muscle breakdown. And it's so metaphorical at the same time. You know what I mean? Like anytime we want to grow in something, we have to push ourselves and we have to begin and we have to not know how, you know, and truly like that is why I decided to go into this profession because you know, you, you Google stuff online, you try to follow trendy diets, you look at what your friends are doing and it's freaking confusing. And two, like what works for one person might not work for you. And now as a coach, like I fully understand this, but just as somebody that's trying to execute this on their own, it can feel impossible and daunting. And and this is why a lot of times, you know, yo-yoing happens. And I mean, there are many reasons why, and 
everybody's so individual with their journey as well. So that's, that's essentially my mission. Like I am here to help people understand how to eat, how to create a meal, how to adjust their meal timing and be able to eat that way anywhere at any time. So like there's not macros involved. There's not counting calories involved. There's not overly restricting of, you know, carbohydrates or fats, right? Like it's all about the balance of. So two, what comes with establishing that, you know, ideal physique for you, you know what I mean? And this isn't to compare anybody to anybody, but you guys, like, it's just truly, what do you want your best self to feel and look and be like, right? So you can translate that because if you look good, you feel, you know, you feel good and it just translates through and through and you carry that confidence. So it starts with just taking first steps and incorporating small habits every single day and just compounding that over time. And so many women in my community who listen to this podcast they are business owners or they are, they want to be business owners. And something that I've found, this is one of so many reasons I was so excited to have you today, babe, is because something I found over and over and over again is that when my nutrition is being taken care of and when my movement is being consistent with my nutrition and my movement, my brain is sharper. I'm more resilient for what has to be done. And the thing for me is like when I'm doing something to challenge myself, I show up in my business because business is naturally very, can be extremely challenging. So like, I just love that that's something you really taught me is how when I show up with my diet, food prep, all the things. And you'd be so proud because I like love to do it now and I'm doing whole 30 and I'm like mainly cooking now, which is like a small miracle because Kim knows I was extremely resistant at the beginning of that journey together. But um, I just noticed how when I'm taking care in this, these sort of more, I don't know, internal, nutritional, personal parts of my life, it shows everywhere else. And when I'm skimping, it's kind of like the idea that the way we do one thing is the way that we do everything. Now, with all that being said, I want everyone who's hearing this also to remember to be gentle. I feel like you really taught me that, Kim, and continue to inspire me with that is like the process. So what what advice or what insight can you give to someone who knows that they want to turn their health around, feel incredible and sexy and powerful in their body, have a clear mind, but they're also running into resistance and they're running into fear. Like what, what, um, could you offer that can help them really get over those hurdles? Yes. And, oh yeah, I think we've all been there. I mean, it's important to remember that we've all been beginners at some point or we've all tried to take things to the next level and been a beginner at that at some point. So it's about what is going to work for you and challenge you. You know what I mean? So 
there has to be consistency involved. There has to be knowing when to push the gas at the right time and when to push the brakes at the right time. Natalia, you and I talk a lot about, you know, working out for your menstrual cycle and just honoring that. This isn't about busting your butt and killing yourself in the gym five, six days a week. This is about enjoyable movement. This is about also challenging yourself and and then also making it fun. So make sure it's something that you're going to enjoy. And then once you feel adventurous, try something new, try it with a friend. You know, if you have a friend that goes to a certain gym and you've been tempted to try it, but you're scared, just start with a beginner's mind, you guys, and understand like every single person that is stepping foot into that gym. First of all, nobody's worried about you. People are way too absorbed in what they're doing to worry about how you're doing, okay? Other than maybe your coach that's watching you and is making sure you're safe. So you have to remember that. We typically can build stories up in our head of, um, you know, oh my gosh, like I'm going to look so bad or, you know, what have you. So you have to remember that. And then also remembering like everybody in that gym started at point A at some point in their life, you know? So it's all with just remembering that and mentally being gentle on yourself. Try not to judge yourself too hard along the way and just be willing to fail. In terms of, okay, let's switch gears a little bit real quick. I I just, I really want to go into this because this is something I love when you talk about this and it's, it's so important. What about the the power and the necessity for self-awareness and self-discipline in the process of creating your your best your best health? Yeah, this is crucial to the whole process. This to me is the reason everybody should have a coach, you know, in whatever area that may be that you need that reflection in, you know, you need to sharpen that self-awareness in or develop that discipline because oftentimes like we're just going about our day. We don't know what we don't know. So often the way I describe it, it's kind of like me as a coach, I hold the mirror up to people and I'm like, Hey, I love you. And you don't know this, but you have some spinach in your teeth and like, here's what's not working for you. And here are the things that we could clean up and the things that we could do more of in order to move that ball forward. So self-awareness is step one. I mean, I honestly need to develop some sort of like pre-work for people that starts to, and I kind of have some things in the works, so we'll see how this pans out, but um, pre-work to develop that self-awareness and help you assess, okay, like where am I missing things? Like where can I grow? And whether that is realizing why you're eating emotionally or realizing why you won't make time for yourself throughout the day to slow down and eat or why you have problems scheduling in your workouts because, you know, all of this in essence is self-care. It's loving yourself. And so, so often it comes back to two themes, love and fear, right? So it's, I, and a lot of times I see it's this people don't love themselves enough to take action in the right way. And it too might be that they don't know any better on top of it. Um, and I mean, you guys, this was me a hundred percent. So 
cultivating that. And again, you have to look at it without judging yourself. So if you are that perfectionist, if you are and likely, like, I know you have so many high performers that listen to this podcast, like likely there are lots of you out there listening to this that can relate. You're probably really hard on yourself. And the good news is that serves you to a degree, but you also have to be self-aware enough to understand where it's stopping you. How can we build and start building healthy meals? Obviously the topic of like preference of like plant-based or paleo or whatever just like spans the gamut, but how can we, no matter our preference in terms of what we eat, how can we build a healthy meal and be more accountable to ourselves to create healthy, empowering, uh, nutritional choices? Yeah. Love that question. And this is important. <laughs> so it it truly starts with that base of what is good nutrition. So that balance of protein, complex carbohydrates, healthy fats, and then vegetables. So your plate should look like that. So whether or not you are plant-based or paleo, you know what I mean? Like you still should have some carbohydrates on there if you're paleo. Um, they're essential for your brain function. They're essential for if you are kicking ass in the gym, like you've got to have that. Um, now, that being said, you can tweak it and customize it depending on um, someone's metabolism and body type to be higher carb or lower carb, but we still need them. And then from there, we look at meal timing. So I recommend eating three to four meals a day and then going no longer than five hours between your meals. Because what happens is if you go longer than five hours, you are practically guaranteed that you're going to have sugar cravings, carbohydrate cravings, those quick, quick calories, right? So that's typically when we're going to go you know, grab the almond butter and just be, you know, fist deep in the jar. So you often see overeating in the evening for that reason. So if you've gone too long in between your meals without eating, that's typically the issue. So three to four meals a day, four to five hours between meals, and then balanced meals throughout and no snacking. And not to be like dogmatic about that in that way, but Basically, the point of that is to help you digest your food fully. So basically what happens is we eat a meal and then in between that, if we're snacking, our body basically stops the blood flow from what we were digesting before and puts it into the gut to digest what we just consumed. So when we don't snack, it creates what's called cleansing waves. So your, your guts literally have a break, um, which is super important for overall gut health. So we don't want to go too long, but then So what you're saying is we really want to focus on whole meals, not snacking. Exactly. You know, I had a heck of a time with that. (laughs) (laughs) And it's convenience, right? Like it is. um, And I mean, my gosh, like this is something I still struggle with. I have to like keep myself accountable for, you know, we're in our deep work. We're in our flow. We look up. It's like, oh shit. It's been, you know, almost it's almost over five hours. It's going on six hours. I just need to like grab something real quick. I'm in the middle of this. You know what I mean? Instead of just stopping, taking 15 to 20 minutes, like enjoy the meal. 
And two, like if we take the time to be mindful, I'm talking and like y'all full disclosure, this is something I struggle with. Like I really have to be intentional with it. No computer, no phone, no book, like go outside, sit down, look at your food. So digestion starts with your eyesight. It starts with your smell. You start to actually create enzymes and you're, you salivate. That's going to break the food down to begin. So when you're present and you're looking at that food, your breakdown of that food is going to be better. You're, and you're not what you eat. You are what you absorb. So your digestion is crucial. So if you're just, you know, wolfing something down and you're on to the next thing, like you likely didn't get everything out of that meal that you probably could have. So it's something important to remember. Go ahead and take a deep breath in. Deep breath out. Just pause for a moment, my angel. I have a question for you. How are you currently feeling about your finances? How do you feel about the money in your bank account, the success of your business? How do you really feel about money at this very, very moment? I just created something really, really beautiful for you. It is a money visualization meditation. One of the most powerful tools that we have in our tool belt is the power of our mind and the power of what we focus on. And this very beautiful, soothing meditation is really about you just really bringing your nervous system down to a place of just comfort and ease and really allowing your mind and your mental pictures to create your life and to create where you truly desire to go with your money. So if you would like that free meditation, just go ahead to the link in the show notes and download it. It is absolutely free. It is my gift to you. You'll just add your email and you will automatically be sent this money visualization meditation. It is extremely special. And especially if you've been feeling maybe a little stressed with money or stressed in your business, it's really important that you take time to take really good care of your body, your being your unconscious mind and just really focus on where you truly seek to go enjoy that meditation love you so much enjoy the rest of the episode wow this is okay i don't want to put you on the spot but you know i'm doing whole 30 right now right yeah and i'm i'm loving it i did have a moment last week though where i was like give this girl a freaking carbohydrates. So I had this like organic gluten-free protein waffle. That was beautiful fruit, but I really have cut out any kind of like sugars and all dairy at this moment. Yeah. Anyways, just having a confessional here. Cause you know, Kim used to be my coach. So I got to <laughs> run this by, but like, but I have a question, like what, what do you think about like, and whole 30, what I do like about it is it's like, this is not a diet. This is a nutritional program. And I feel like what we did together actually has echoes of this, but, um, it's obviously like, absolutely like no dairy. So I do, I do wonder just what do you think of nutritional programs like this, whether it be whole 30 or paleo or anything of this nature? Like, is it, is it, is it uh, balanced? Is it a healthy way to do things? Like, yeah, let's talk about it. 
Yeah. Oh, this is a great, great question. Okay. So I feel like there are seasons where it's necessary to go through these things. Like I feel like people should try it, you know, at least once in their life just to get the experience. Is it highly necessary? Not really, because you do have people that you tell them that they're not allowed to have something and they lose their shit. They go for all the donuts. You know what I mean? So this depends on you. Are you someone that needs that structure of, okay, Natalia, 30 days, no sugar, no, you know, gluten, no legumes, no dairy. And then it's like, all right, I hit that reset button. We're good to go. Sometimes that's good to do. And you're right. Like my program is very similar to that, but a little looser um, because my methodology and my thought process is I, in my question to you, can you sustain this for the rest of your life? And now I know you, I know you're disciplined enough to where you're going to carry on these habits in certain ways. And you're going to take the reflection back on that discipline that you had during that time and be like, wow, I felt good for these reasons. And here's why I might not feel so good. So let's incorporate a little bit of this back in. But if it's going to be one of those things for the individual where it's like, you hit it hard for 30 days because you have like, you know, an event to get ready for. And then you're back to your old bullshit. What the fuck was the point? <laughs> you know? So that's what makes me mad. Like when I shouldn't say mad, but it, it kind of grinds my gears a little bit when I have people like message me and I made a reel about this recently. And it's like, Hey, can you just send me like a meal template? Like just send me something like, what do I just need to do? Cause it's, it's like this, um, on again, off again mentality. And if we're not willing to do it for the rest of our life, like, what are we doing? You know, because that's what creates that environment of yo-yo dieting. So it's all about your intention behind it. So I'm not going to sit here and say whether or not it's good or bad, but it definitely has its pros and cons in its place. No, that this is so great, and you know the re- my reason for for taking this on is was really a reset. I can see when I'm um, getting too loose, and my rising sign is Capricorn, which is Saturn ruled, and discipline is just a really healthy way for me to approach my life. And so, doing something like this, where it's like there's parameters, they're clear, and it totally got me cooking, totally got me meal prepping. Totally got me looking at ingredients and just, which is really what I did with you, like where I was really focused, charting my food, doing all the things. But, you know, it's been great because I'm like, this is, uh, th- I feel like this is something that I can do that maybe I'll add some things back in, but. I just feel so good. And that's why I do these things to like prove this to myself and really anchor it in my nervous system and then set some healthy habits. Um, I'm not mucusy anymore. Like, cause I totally was like eating dairy here and there, like organic dairy, whatever. But I was finding every single time I'd wake up the next morning, I'm just experiencing all this mucus. And I'm like, shoot, this is like my body. And I learned that. I know I told you about my old coach. I work with, um, coach, uh, coach Michelle, is she called? No, Dr. Michelle, coach Michelle, Dr. Michelle. She's amazing. She's been on the pod as well, but she really showed me through a lot of food tests that like, I cannot handle dairy. But at the same time, I was like, this girl wants some fats. Like I want to like enjoy, also enjoy my life. And I love to have cheese every so often. But when you really do things like this, you test things with yourself. And I feel like something I want to touch on with you right now is you've really encouraged and invited me through your, our work together 
like just to honor the ebb and flow, but to stay committed, like to, and I feel like that's what your method does so beautifully is it's not maybe so, it's not restrictive. It's just like, have a, you don't call it a cheat day. What do you call it? You're like, enjoy yourself. Like have a meal. Your your indulgence meal. Yes. And that's once a month, right? Or twice a month. It depends on the person. I mean, typically I'm like, go for it three times a month. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And that Mm -hmm. what it looks like, it's, you know, maybe going out to a nice steakhouse, having a beautiful steak. If you're, you know, a meat eater with a beautiful sweet potato, some roasted vegetables, and then you have a small dessert and you have a glass of wine and like you enjoy it, or maybe you want fries, or maybe it's like, you just want that freaking waffle. (laughs) So it's like, take it, enjoy it. Don't let the guilt override you. So something to um, going in on the the dairy thing. Oh my gosh. Like can so relate to that. So my food intolerances are dairy. Uh, most grains, grains, <laughs> I like have to enunciate that and uh, eggs. So dairy is a big one and it makes me feel terrible. My skin breaks out. I I'm super mucusy. And, um, this is one that I have, and I encourage people to experiment. So if you, even if you're listening to this right now, like take two weeks, remove dairy and grains from your life and then incorporate just dairy back in. And then the next week incorporate grains back in, see how you feel, but you have to adhere to it. Like to a T because a little bit can just kind of like fog the results, I guess you would say. And it can be kind of hard to see, but it's amazing when people first start out with me, that's the only food that I have them remove is dairy. And uh, I encourage to remove that throughout. Like we're the only species that drinks another animal's milk. Like how freaking weird is that when you really think about it, <laughs> you know? And totally. Wow. I know I've heard that before. I'm like, that is so it, like, obviously there's not the, and this is what I learned from Dr. Michelle. There's non mucus. And also wh- what is it? The word mucus is just disgusting. Sorry guys, but like, <laughs> let's just get real here. We're all humans. We have mucus that happens, but, um, what was she saying? Like there's certain, like maybe sheep or something like that. That's just less mucus forming, much easier on the body, but cow dairy specifically can be extreme. Like very few people can actually tolerate it. Right. It's amazing. I mean, I will have clients that have had issues of all kinds, whether it's, um, inflammation, pain, their skin's breaking out like crazy. Um, allergies is a huge one. And then we take them off of it. And they're like, oh my gosh, I'm a different human. I feel so much better. I don't have brain fog anymore, et cetera, et cetera. But you're right. Yeah, it's it's um, there are different proteins and different animals too that are going to have different effects. Um, so sheep's milk and goat's milk is can be a little more tolerable for people. Um, but it's very, very interesting. And then too, when you think about it, milk is the only natural food in the world that has both carbohydrates and fats in them at the same time. So that's why when we're like really calorie deficient or um, having a craving of some kind, like we want ice cream, we want fat and we want sugar. It reminds us of our mother's breast milk. That's like that emotional response that we need some self-soothing of some kind. So, and I have tactics to help people get through that um, emotional eating too. Can you give us a few? 
And then everyone can go work with you. (laughs) Absolutely. So I was just talking to a client about this today. Um, What is important? And I, you guys, I have a whole worksheet on this and truly this is what shined the light on what was not working for me and, and helped me untangle my binge eating disorder was this very worksheet that I'm talking about. So basically like all it is, is you, it's noticing it's that self-awareness first, you know, you, um, like I had a client I was talking to her day and she's like, I was at Costco. I legitimately stared at these cookies for three minutes. And I told my boyfriend, like, I really, really want these. Like I want them. I'm I want them. And girlfriend had gone through like a lot in the past couple of weeks. Like she had some relationship stuff. She had, um, she had just lost her grandmother. Like she had an incident at work. Like it was all this craziness. And she had, she suffers from emotional eating as well. So it was kind of like all piling up and, um, I took her through it and I was like, okay, I want you to pause. What in that moment were you experiencing like an hour before that, two hours before that, like what was the exact emotion in your body? And we started to untangle it. And it was essentially like, it's amazing. If you allow yourself to go there, And this is like the confronting part of the work. Like this is where it gets messy and you just have to be all in and here for it is that like, it comes down to like a lack of self-love. It came down to, she had traveled home during this funeral and a lot of past stuff had gotten brought up and it reminded her of her stories that she had created in her head by old narratives and old lessons and, you know, things that she had picked up from her lineage. And the story was, I am inadequate. I am not good enough. So if I don't feel good enough, fuck it. I'm just going to have some cookies (laughs) because they make me happy. You know what I mean? So it's about choosing again. It's about having the self-awareness of this is what I'm feeling. And this is why I'm feeling it. And I'm, I'm going to realize how worthy I am to get myself through it, first of all, but to understand like, okay, this is how I can choose differently and get myself onto the other side. I want to add to that. Wow. I'm so moved by that because I, I definitely, and when you and I started working together, didn't realize I had emotional eating patterns, but moving, experiencing trauma when I was six years old, didn't realize how that was one food became one of my coping mechanisms. I just didn't realize it because my body, especially when I was much younger, was just very resilient. I was active. I ran pretty like thin for the most part. So I could get away with a lot of stuff. But what I will say is doing whole 30 this time around, just because this just came to my mind, like last Friday, I was in Sedona. I had an extremely stressful situation. And I realized as I was looking for places to eat in a hotel room, I didn't want to be in. I wasn't feeling safe. I wasn't feeling like the way I wanted to feel that night. I noticed, oh, wouldn't it be so nice just to go to this like gluten-free pizzeria that I love and get the thing that I like and the comfort that I like? And I was like, I know that'd be great, but that's not your commitment right now. Mm. And so it was choosing again and really sitting with, almost makes me emotional because it was like, wow, 
I, I, I spotted in that moment, just the way your client did, where I was like, whoa, mm-hmm. that's a coping mechanism. Like for me, and I didn't realize, and this is something I've gone back and forth on and I'm happy to be transparent about it because I'm not fucking perfect. Like I, like I struggle with, especially being like having a lot on with work and feeling stressed about whatever, like excited, but also nervous. It's like fascinating when you recognize your, um, just your, your instant, uh, reactions that actually keep you cycling in the same shit. So it's like, I think that that's something that we get to be aware and gentle about. And like, I just want everyone to cycle that mantra of like choosing again. And like, I'm worthy, um, because I think food and the choices we make so often is so tied to how worthy we feel of feeling good, like actually feeling clear and feeling powerful in our bodies. Yes. A thousand percent. Yes. Huge. yes, yes. It's huge. Oh, yes. and, and like the, to go along with that, it's, it's very interesting because once you learn that lesson once you develop that instant of self-awareness and you catch it the first time you catch it faster and you catch it faster and I you and I have so many of this similar values as far as like discipline resiliency and self-accountability self-awareness and like I you've heard me say it before and I say it all the time how quickly can you get yourself back to center how quickly can you be thrown off and then think in that moment what would my higher self do? You know, what decision would they make? And then forgive yourself for judging yourself and like, don't be hard on yourself throughout, you know, and and when, and if you do stumble, let it go. And then just choose again, get back to center as soon as you can. Don't sit in that freaking pity party, right? Like it doesn't do any good if we stay there, like get knocked down, but get back up you know, don't stay down for very long. You were the best. Like I loved when you came and spoke to MBCC last year and you were just like, take, you have to take accountability with your health. Like no one, just this health and money are tightly interwoven in terms of what it takes to make changes. And I just love how you're so like clear in the way that you're like, this is on you. Like, of course we'll do the healing. We'll be gentle. We'll be respectful. But at the same time, like this is between you, you and you and the choices that you make are yours and yours alone. And they will yield results. Cause I remember when we were doing your program and I was first getting into like doing measurements and not measurements for vanity's sake, but really to witness the ways that my body was actually transforming. And I think you remember when we were first in it and I was like, it's moving so slow. And you were like, but it's not about the number. It's literally about what you're doing and how long you're willing to stay committed when you don't see shit for results. And that is literally like such the journey of like transforming our physical form and taking care of our health in the highest way. And we had you in a program that's called a body recomposition. So essentially we had you at maintenance calories. We throw Dulce into the mix. You know, we add some fitness and like, bam, your body transformed. So we were focusing on like giving you more food. You know what I mean? So, and it's interesting. I'll have 
people that work on that. I'll have people that work on fat loss primarily. I'll have people that they're like, Hey, I want to gain weight. Like I need to put on mass and maybe throughout it's just working on relationship with self and food along the way. So it's, it's interesting to see the different perspectives from different clients and you're right. And, and like the way I frame it, like when somebody reports to me their body weight or their body measurements or their pictures, we take all of it. It's all just information. You know, it has no measurement on your worth. It's simply just like a science experiment. It's giving us feedback. It's showing us what's exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't want to interrupt. I just wanted to chime in because I just really want to emphasize that point because it's it's really important. I think that that's why a lot of people can avoid scales because we Mm -hmm. all have like, and I think that personally for those of us who grew up in the eighties and nineties, early nineties or nineties, whatever, like we got really indoctrinated with a lot of diet culture shit and, um, which is just so poisonous to the, yeah, to everybody. (laughs) Yeah. And I'll say something controversial. And like, if you disagree, feel free, like, let's go there. But like to not giving a shit and pretending like, you know, it is what it is. And like, I'm not going to even try to better myself in one way or another. It's one thing to have that self-confidence, you know, you're a little curvier, et cetera, but like check in on your health. It's okay. And, and that doesn't mean that you're falling prey to diet culture. That doesn't mean that you're falling prey to societal standards. Like baby, you set your own standards. You know what I mean? And make sure that you feel your best and your most confident as well. And healthy. Like that's the, the true point. Like I have conversations with myself about this when I'm getting really driven because I have Pluto in my 10th house, Pluto in my house of career, like all the Capricorn vibes. It's just like, I can get very driven, very focused. But you need both. Yeah, I know. I was like, your Scorpio moon's about to say something controversial on the, on the fucking pod. I think my Scorpio is in my, uh, in my 10th house too. I'm going to pull it up while we're talking, but I have a stellium in Capricorn, even though I have yeah. like no Capricorn in my big three. No, I know. I, cause you, what year are you born? 89. Yeah. So you're the same year as Mick and he has like the Capricorn parte in <laughs> it, like all the cap. He has like seven Capricorn planets, including a cap rising. Oh my gosh. Yeah. My God. We're the best balance of all time. I'm like a bonfire. Like I'm like, like a, like a fire in like, like just a fire. And Mick is just like the earthy ground that we walk upon. It's just like, literally like we are the opposite, opposite in that way. I love that. Yep. Oh, my, my uh, Scorpio is in my 11th house. Oh, that's powerful. Well, that actually makes sense too, of just being like, Hey, I'm going to like, just share with you like it is. And you have a great, you do amazing at that, but you're still respectful. And let's just, let's dive into that for a minute, because what we're talking about here is health. Like, you know why this is what I was getting at for a second. It's like, you know why your body looks and feels a certain way? Cause you're fucking healthy. It's like, that's like, like your best body, your bet, the way you feel your best is health. And yet why in the frick doesn't anyone want to talk about health? Yeah. Like I had to, you guys, yeah. I'm going to be transparent with you. Cause you know, I was, um, 
Kim and I like actually brainstormed the title of this because I was like, Kim, I got to be straight with you. And I've been doing this podcast for a long time. Like if I just talk about nutrition or health, very few people are instantly drawn to it because health is a lot of responsibility. But if I'm like, Hey, you're going to look great too. It's like, I feel like that really calls people in. I feel like I've even coached you around that before too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. And it's, it's very, it's a loving trick. (laughs) It is. Cause it's too, I mean, with diet culture, kind of like just a bit being in the spotlight with all the other craziness kind of going on in our world. It's like, okay, as a professional, yeah, like I'm focusing on some aesthetic and, and, and it's an iceberg. There's so much more than that. And like to portray that on Instagram, a visual platform, I'm like every day, like, all right, how can I do this? And also not look like I'm just an inspirational quote page, (laughs) you know, babe, you do a great job. Your reels are my favorite, 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 favorite. And I feel like you have, as I've said, like you have such a beautiful way of approaching health, but in a, in the way where it's in integrity, cause it's about health, but also, yeah, let's get you looking and feeling your fucking sexiest, badassiest self. Yeah. So let me ask you this. This has been so much fun. If you were going to give some just as we're, we're getting to the end of the year. And let's say someone is like, you know what? I know I can do better with my health. I know that I want to make 2022 the year that I transform. What can be some small ways that someone begins right now? As soon as I listen to this pod. Yeah. So if you would like to work with me, this is the perfect time. Like as this podcast release, I'm going to be releasing a it's called the never settle lifestyle 30 day Jump Start. So we are going to focus really hard in for 30 days. So kind of like what Natalia and I were talking about, we're hitting the reset button. I'm going to create a generalized nutrition program. Um, this is going to hit everything. This is going to have everything you need. And truly for what I'm packing into this program, and uh, offering, you're getting you're getting a lot. There's going to be a lot of downloads and videos, and pretty much all of my advice up front. Okay, so um, we're going to talk about water intake. We're going to talk about exercising. We're going to talk about um, mindfulness practices and personal development. And we're going to create a routine and a ritual for you to get this done every single day for 30 days straight. It's going to be a very simple way to get started. So if that interests you, I'm sure I can, you know, give you a link for that. Yeah. We'll put um, it in the show notes. Yeah. Dave, where can everyone find you, follow you? We'll have the link for this in the show notes. Um, thank you so much for just your beauty, your wisdom, and just showing up for us because this is, to me, it's like, this is such an important topic and the work that you're doing is life saving. Like, it's life-saving because your health, if you don't have your health, you have nothing. Forget all the money. Forget all the things that we all get excited about. If you don't have your health and your vitality, none of it matters. Where can, I, where can everybody find you, connect with you, and work with you more deeply, babe? 
I love you so, so, so much. Oh my gosh. And, and as you know, I'm equally passionate about this stuff. And I just, it, it lights me up to hear that it's so well received. Um, so you can find me at Never Settle Life on Instagram. That's the best place to catch me. I just put all my things there. And I have tons of links, tons of free resources. If you're interested in working with me one on one a bit deeper, of course, send me a direct message. And yeah, that's about it. Babe, thank you so much for this. You guys make sure that you join Kim for the 30 days. Get started. Like, why not now? Why not you? Like, go, 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 go. Let's do this. And if you're partaking, I want you to screenshot and DM me so I can share you on. And maybe I'll even like gift you a free course or something for doing it. So you have to finish it it, though. You got to finish it though. Kim, I love you. Thank you for today. Thank you for everything. I love you. Thank you. I love you you too. Thank you so much for having me. If this episode has served you, I ask you to share it, to send it to someone where it could make a big difference and and help them heal or create a new perspective in their life. Please tag me with your shares, um, something you learned from this episode or that you loved from this episode at Natalia underscore Benson on Instagram. Also, please DM me with questions or feedback or whatever. I love to stay in touch with you. Thank you so much for your support. Consider subscribing to this podcast, leaving me a five-star review so we can continue to grow together. Thank you so much. I will see you very soon. Thank you.